You are listening to Legion of Substitute Podcasters, episode 503, Crisis in Triplicate. To episode 503 of Legion of Substitute Podcasters. I am Paul French, and today I am Ice Pack Lad. I uh, kind of went over on my ankle funny on the uh, earlier in the week and uh, iced it briefly, but then had a 10K that's some number of miles uh, ride home. And um, well, let's just say that that was not maybe the best idea. But that's okay because I have a big obstacle race I'm uh, I'm going in with 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 Jan next week, so I'm sure that's going to straighten everything up. Uh, right. Uh, <laughs> Blurg. So yes, yeah, so I that, that was actually when I when I came on. That's why I had to sort of step out for a minute because I had to go put the ice pack back in the freezer because I'm going to need it a little later. Because old. That's why. <laughs> Over to you, sir. Hey everybody, it's Darren Noel, and I am getting better, lad. Yay! Yay! Yeah, I'm no longer coughing my head off completely, so that's a good thing. Yes. Also, I got to reunion with some of our CGS friends, Paul. Oh, yeah, I saw the pictures. So jealous. Kyle, um, Kyle Miner, and um, the earlobe of Agamato, Adam, Tebow, and their respective spouses, and a whole bunch of other people. We went down to the Pont City Market, which is uh, code in Atlanta for Hipster Food Court. Oh, nice. <laughs> and nice. Uh, we had a good time. We had a good time. That's awesome. Yeah, we were looking. Jan and I were looking at the pictures and lamenting not being able to be there. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah. It was lots of fun. Nice. We're going to have to, like, have a CGS reunion at some point. Exactly. We're going to have to, like, berate those God guys. Because they ain't going to do it. <laughs> yeah. Like, hey, hey, hey. Hey, hey, hey. Remind me, what show is CGS? Uh, Comic Geek Speak. Oh, okay. So we all met yeah. on the forums there, yeah. so, yeah. The loins from which we spring. Yes. You, <laughs> oh, that's the ear, the earlobe of Agamotto? Yes. Yeah. We, we, we joke that his wife is actually the earring of Agamotto because she makes him look pretty. Oh, okay. Very true, very true. Yeah, awesome. So, over to you, sir. Hey, everybody, this is Travis Ellisor, and I am a... Uh, I'm going to call myself Extreme Weather Lad right now because it is storming where I'm at. And uh, I actually lost internet connection for a little while before we started recording and didn't think I was going to make it. Mm -mm. So if I just disappear during the show, know that uh, the bad power, bad storm got the power or the internet or something. Mm hmm. Yeah. Yeah. that, That ain't right. That ain't right. We had had the pop-up frog drowners here this just a few hours ago. So yeah, Uh, it might might be the same one. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You're gonna need to explain that. (laughs) Frog drowners. Um, We we get afternoon evening heating in the southeast. Okay. And then you will even though there will be no such thing as a forecast with rain in it like today. Yeah. You'll start to hear thunder and lightning, and you'll have like a 10 minute. Okay, it looks like a deluge. It's just enough to, to drown a frog, so it's a frog drown. 
I've never heard that term. That's fantastic. So the storm just pops up and it drowns a frog and moves on. That's what it is. In in Texas, I've heard them referred to as toad stranglers. Yeah, same thing. Wow. It's a whole thing. lexicon. It's a, yeah, it's a whole other world. <laughs> Holy howdy. We're trying to uh, educate you, Paul. That's oh. right. That's right. Exactly. We, we don't we don't hear things like that around these parts. Because <sighs> you don't have humidity up there now. Oh, I, I no, know that's we, a lie. We, I know that's a lie. Yeah. <laughs> don't get angry. Don't let get me, angry. Let me tell you. <laughs> yeah, that, that's 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 some poop. Uh, yeah. Mm, <laughs> that's some poop. Indeed. Anyway, uh, over to you, Michael. All right. I am uh, Michael Grabois, and today I am wrapping paper lad. Mm. Um, because I finally found the. Uh, Legion wrapping paper on uh, Etsy of all places, mm. and so I had to buy it using some funds that were just sitting there in PayPal, not doing any good. And so it's it's like I didn't actually have to spend money because it came out of <laughs> PayPal and not my credit card or my bank. It's like well, free, already there. spent money. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, it was it was money that money that I made from selling other stuff on eBay. Perfect. So it's kind of it's kind of like found money. I just turn it over to somebody else. It's paying for itself. Exactly. Fantastic. And so you got Legion wrapping paper. Tell us about the Legion wrapping paper. Uh, it is DC wrapping paper from circa 1980, and, and it's got Superman, Batman, uh, and the Legion, and uh, a bunch of other people. And it is, uh, the Legion has no business being there. <laughs> That's okay. Um, I, I, it's using stock, I think it's using, um, uh, stock images. It looks like um, uh, Garcia Lopez. Yeah. Maybe. He, well, he was the guy who did all that stuff. You know, it, it's it's why his um, his Superman resonates so much with people is because he's the guy who drew the thing, the things that we always saw Superman on the lunch right. pails that we had, the T-shirts that we had. You know, and I can remember having both all through school. You know, that Superman lunch pail. I I use that a lot longer than most. <laughs> uh-huh. uh let's see so um uh it's got plastic man flash black canary superman wonder woman robin and then a whole host of legionnaires Monel, uh, uh saturn girl brainy wildfire colossal boy uh, um shadow lass uh just for no apparent reason wow so basically, uh, most of the people in this in the book we're going to review today. Yeah, basically. Uh, except not, <clears throat> not the Justice Society, but well, yeah. Uh, coincidentally, yeah. So is this for use or is this for uh, collectability? It originally was for. I meant for you. Uh, for me, no. It just goes to my collection. Um, one of the few collectibles that I don't have. Ah, huh. nice. So it's not, I wouldn't exactly consider it one of my holy grails of Legion collecting, but it's just one of those things that's on my list of things that I wanted to collect at some point, and it came to my attention, and I said, well, it's only 15 bucks, and 
it was my free PayPal money anyway, so. <clears throat> nice. Very, very, very cool. Nice. And wait, there's a, there is a voice as yet unintroduced. Hi, yes. Uh, my name is Jim Purcell, and today I am Longbox Lad. I, uh... Don't brag. You cannot feed <laughs> stuff like that to Darren. <laughs> don't don't brag now. Well, for context, I'm primarily a digital reader these days. I haven't bought print comics in like four years, five years. Um, so actually, I've been unloading all of my long boxes over the last couple of years. I'm actually only down to like four now. Did you actually say unloading your long box to me? <sighs> I'm afraid so. Take a drink. <laughs> wow. <laughs> But even though I, I live in this digital bold digital future, I occasionally get this bug to go digging through the bargain bins at my local oh, comic shop. Because it's still the best thing, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. And there's all there's all this stuff that just hasn't been archived yet. You just can't get any other way. That's true. And, and just to keep the story short, um, I didn't really find anything too much Legion related, unfortunately. Although I did run into like a few odds and ends. But I did pick up a bunch of Keith Giffen stuff. Nice. Like uh, his four-issue Trencher series from the early 90s. Oh, yeah. I love this. Yeah, I got to give that a look. It's fantastic. Oh. That was that was at the, 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 the height of his, like, super hyper detail-y, uh, um, crazy style. Really, like, thin line stuff. It's very Yeah, yeah. Like, it, it's, it's interesting how, 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 how he got into that. And um, that would have been, like, was that with the beer bombs? Uh, you know what? I think I saw their name in the in the yeah. Uh... yeah so that's so that, mm. that that places it around uh, you know in 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 between sort of eighty nine and and ninety three basically. You know what? Speaking of the beer bombs, uh, I, like I said, I pulled out by buying those. I wound up pulling out all my long boxes just to go through all my stuff again, just to yeah. see what I got left. Um, I also found a bunch of like uh, Super Patriot comics, which are related to Savage Dragon. Oh, Eric yes. Larson wrote them. Of course, but yeah. I did. I I didn't realize the Beer Bombs wrote the second Super Patriot miniseries. They did. I didn't someone know that. Sent, someone sent that to me a couple of years ago, and um, it, it's um, it's pretty cool stuff. And and because I, I I remembered it from early in uh, that was early in the Dragon Run that Super Patriot showed up, was it not? Oh yeah, yeah, way early, like yeah. early days like issue five so not mini series but first ongoing yeah yeah that's neat stuff and 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 i thought like that was a great team to sort of take that that on uh, yep neat stuff. Neat stuff. Uh, let's see w wikipedia says trencher was a four or it appeared in four issues in 1993 from image there was a fifth issue that was supposed to come out but never did and then made a handful appearances um, in other Image comics over the next couple of years. That's interesting. Yeah, that, that was when they were doing a lot of these, the those sort of um, like that would have been yeah. sort of second or third wave uh, Image, where you had like, um, for example, Jerry Ordway and Al Gordon doing um, Wildstar. Wildstar. That's right. That's yeah. Right. I've been so it was, it was sort of along those lines where it was like, okay, so we've got sort of the the you know the super hot artists. Now we're gonna we're gonna go a little deeper into some of the guys that they're really into, and um, and so they, they it was their way of getting out of the constant crosshatch style, and um, you know succeeded on different levels. I I actually quite liked uh, the, the the Wild Star series. Uh, well, I quite liked the art in it. 
I, I got to admit, story wise, it you know left me kind of cold. Uh, but yeah. but but the art, I mean, Lord Wayne Gordon, it was beautiful. I got all of them. I gotta I gotta give him a read one of these days. Yeah. <laughs> and Wildstar so, kind of had some Legion characters in it. Really? I don't oh, remember yeah. that. Yeah, it's been a long time. I know there's characters from the future, so you know what? There could be there could be analogs in there. Yeah. Yeah. If you notice, uh, who is it? Area, who is from the uh, Silent Darkness? Mm-hmm. The uh, goddess girl with law and white and the dark hair. Yeah, she kind of shows up there and talks about being from the future and gives some really vague hints of where she's from, but that's who she is. Because <laughs> Al Gordon was writing that, remember? Oh. Oh, that's right, yes. So so you're telling me... Wow. He brought her over. Because he wasn't using her anymore, so he just brought her over to Wildstar. Wow, that's crazy. Kind of, kind of like what Steve Englehart did with, uh, with Mantis. Yeah. At Marvel, he uh, there was still some more that he wanted to tell, so he brought her over to uh, when he was writing Justice League as a character named Willow, and then she appeared in uh, a couple of other ser- indie series um, as on uh, yet another name. But he says it's all the same character. Huh. Interesting. Well, I have a little bit of uh, of Legiony news. Okay. Ooh. Oh, really? Yeah, well, I mean, it's tangential at best, but um, a couple of weeks back, it's just actually starting to be reported now, really, but a couple of weeks back in, uh, Scott Snyder did a a Reddit AMA, and uh, on the uh, r slash DC Comics uh, group, and... um, and so he said, uh, so someone had asked, they're saying, now that the source wall is broken, what are the chances of us seeing Superboy, Superboy Prime? The last time we saw him, he was imprisoned there. And Snyder has responded saying, you very well might. Mm. Scant. Good. good. <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll agree, but it is, uh, it is a thing. So, um, so, so, so. You know, we're we're all about picking up uh, scraps here, um, but one of the things he talked about was um, <clears throat> so he introduced himself saying, "Hey, all, it's Scott. Excited to take DC's account for a spin on their first AMA." Um, I'm an author and comic book writer, having written Batman, Swamp Thing, American Vampire, and Dark Knight's Metal. My four issue series, Justice League No Justice, oh, which had the Vril Docs cameo in it as well. Mm. Um, picks up right where metal left off and is in comic shops uh, every week this month. Everything you need to know, blah, blah, blah. Um, uh, he just gives the uh, um, a sort of a link to the No Justice series. He says, on June 6th, so soon, uh, I'm mm. kicking off a New Justice League series with Jim Chung and, Jor- and Jorge Jimenez that I can't wait for you all to see. That's a great art team to have on it as well. Um ask me anything and so um so yeah anyway so there's that's one of the things that he mentioned but he also did some talking about uh uh martian manhunter and the legion of doom and uh and showed off some art from the the upcoming series um so you can find it um it it just basically go into the searchy box do reddit scott (laughs) snyder ama and you will find it 
Uh, let's see. I just want to see if there's... I'm just taking a quick look to see if there's anything else here. But, you know, when you get into to, to characters like, um, like you know, pseudo-superboys, pseudo they're, uh, they're, they're, they're a close connection. And, um, you know, the, the, let's be real. Uh, Prime, uh, he's, he's made his way in... He made his way into a lot of, uh, of uh, Legion of Three Worlds, so... There we go. Um, but yes, as always, the, uh, the uh, news, she is, uh, she's vague. Mm. Um, and I think that's the only one I was able to find. Am I, am I correct in thinking that? Um, <laughs> Are you? In terms of Legion news? Yeah. Uh, well, I found out that um, in yes. October, there is going to be a new omnibus coming out called Impulse by Mark Wade and Umberto Ramos. Mm. And it is a, a uh, 99.99 hardcover coming out October 23rd of this year. Um, and it is 768 pages, Ooh. reprinting uh, mm. the first 27 issues of Impulse plus The Flash uh, 108 to 111, and the reason I'm bringing this up is because that includes a whole bunch of uh, excess appearances yeah, when and, she would, when and, she came back to visit uh, Impulse. Yeah, and we, and and that should also cover the uh, Iris stuff in the 30th century, which is, if we all remember correctly, tied in with uh, the the fall of EarthGov. Mm. Uh, in in the Legion book, so it, it was actually quite connected to it. So, you know, was that was that in um, in the Wade Ramos Impulse, or did that come out later? I don't remember. That would have been before. It would have been actually as Impulse was being introduced in those Flash okay. issues. Um, although actually he was introduced earlier than that. So this it looks like this is really taking the stuff that's like where he goes off with Max Mercury. Um, the earlier uh, Impulse stuff, which would have been like before Terminal Velocity. Is that the right one? Mm. That's the one that led into... I think, it was, I think it was Terminal Velocity that led into Flash 100. Um, okay. And, and, and so that was, you know, where he had sort of just been introduced uh, somewhat before, just slightly before that um, because uh, Mike Waringo was actually the artist on his first couple of appearances and uh, and they had a lot of the uh, you know with Iris bringing him to Wally and right. um, and talk and when she talked about the future you know she talked about the tornado twins and she talked about having to leave the oppre having to leave the future because of the the oppress the oppression of EarthGov and that was all tied in was what was happening in the Legion books at the time. Uh, which, of course, got real interesting when the Legion got rebooted, and mm -hmm. now all of a sudden the uh, the reboot Legion doesn't exist anymore. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Yeah, well, and that was the thing is that that of course uh, um, that was that that origin was connected to five years later um, continuity. And then by the time we got his own series, we had uh, XS. And oh, we, yeah. 
and 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 so we you know that so that was all post zero hour so it, you know his his origin was all you know it had was you know barely the ink was barely dry and it was already being retconned <laughs> and, and it was and then it was finally reconciled in uh, legion of three worlds saying yes. that saying that not only did they come to the past that they went to a different earth right right so yeah which makes the whole uh, iris thing confusing. So best, best not to sh shine too much light on that. Um, yeah. So anyway, yeah, yeah. Mm. Oof. Uh, my, <laughs> my, my brain's hurting a bit. Um, I had forgotten that Humtaro wibbly wibbly tiny tiny wimey. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And apparently parallelly earthy too. Uh, yeah. Sorry, uh, Jimmy was saying something. I had forgotten that uh, Humberto Ramos worked on that series oh, early yeah. on. Very big feet. Very big feet. <laughs> and you know what they say? Big feet, big super speed boots. Um, <laughs> that, that is yes, what they say. What yeah. They say. yeah, but it was, it, you know, and, and I'm going to be honest, like, I'm all over this because I really, it, you know, there was a lot of, this was at, at the time, you know, Waringo had, uh, had, I think that by this point finished his run on uh, on Flash, and had kind of introduced sort of a a manga influenced style. You know, because he, he, his style could not be considered that, but it was it was certainly it, there was certainly some influences in there, and this was around the same time we were seeing that style echoed over in X Men as well. Mm -hmm. And uh, you know we had some artists that were that were clearly uh, influenced by that style of art, mm -hmm. and um, and what was interesting is uh, the Ramos came in and he had that influence, but there was but he was veering more toward the cartoony side of things, and keeping in mind once again that we were in, you know we were in crosshatch land at, at that time. And so it was interesting that that's the way things started to go, um, you know, and that would sort of, um, uh, you know, indicate sort of the, the fall of a lot of that, uh, a lot of that early image stuff and uh, um, and and a, a rise for for actual manga uh, um, artwork. And so it was just very interesting that that all sort of. Uh, that that twist sort of happened around this time, and and I mean it was a lot of neat stuff. You know, this whole idea of the where where uh, Wade would talk about the single synapse theory, which was basically that impulse, everything was from thought to deed. You know, it was it was mm -hmm. like the, here's what's happened and acting on it, uh, as opposed to pausing to think about it, right? And that was <laughs> that was his, his whole thing, and. Um, no filter. Um, no yeah, filter yeah, whatsoever. and there were a lot of things where 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 uh, impulse would be thinking something through, and it would all be just in visuals as opposed to uh, him thinking in words. It would be him thinking in almost like you know, like a little uh, little puzzle of where where it's just the visual of of uh, of what happens here, and these little pictograms. And uh, so it was kind of a neat way of of uh, showing his thought process. And uh, yeah, I I really highly recommend that. Uh, it's it it was a really really cool series man yeah so uh, <laughs> I, 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 now I saw actually the um, um, I was at the bookstore the other day and saw the uh, the, the Legion series the Legion uh, hardcover with um, the with uh, Quapel and Lanning and the and Abnett and Lanning 
Um, and you know, looked at it and realized, yeah, got all that stuff already on my on my on my bookcase, so I don't need to get that. But um, it was just nice to see it out there and see it yeah. somewhat, somewhat prominently displayed. The, the the first book or the book one? No, book two is not out yet. Correct. No, no. it was it was definitely volume one. Yeah. See now, volume... now, now that you're saying that, I'm like, oh, maybe I should get it just because it looked great on the shelf. God. <laughs> <laughs> That's it's, how they get you at the drive through Polly. It's how they get me, Darren. Once again, once again, it is how they get me because I know it's. Don't there. worry. Don't worry, Kramer will buy it for fifty cents in five years at a con somewhere, and yeah, you'll be angry. Yeah, or or I'll buy it, and Scott will walk into the same store right after me and get it uh, ten bucks cheaper. So at least, at yes. least, yes, been there. Okay, volume Volume Two is scheduled to come out on June twelfth. Okay, so, so volume, oh, so what, soon. So uh, yeah. What, yeah, can you refresh my memory on what was covered in Volume One? Volume one is everything up to Legion Lost, and volume two is just a reprint of Legion Lost. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. that makes life easier. Uh, let me, oh, okay. Let me so wait, because okay, so looking at my oh, Legion oh. Lost uh, hardcover, so obviously volume two is going to be lost on me because I've already got on that. Got that. If you'll pardon the expression, lost on me. Um, uh, the the uh, volume one reprints uh, Legionnaires. 78, 79, 80, and 81, and Legion 122 through 125, plus Legion Secret Files number two. Um, that is volume one. Basically, that is uh, Legion of the Damned. Yep. And then, uh, and okay. then that, that's a 287, whoops, wrong one. That's 224 pages of, uh, of stuff from 1999 and 2000. Volume two is the twelve issue Legion Lost series, which uh, directly follows from that one. Mm-hmm. Okay, volume so th- th- volume the- three should be Legion Worlds finally. Yeah, because yeah. there was a um, a Legion hundred page uh, spectacular that. Um, so I'm trying to look at what was. So it was Legion of the Damned, basically, mm. which led into Legion Lost. Correct. Uh, there was a th- there was a three issue arc that connects them uh i forget its exact title but it's there's a satellite in trouble and all that stuff happens but that happens after legion of the damned Uh, well no um unless uh, the 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 legion series ended with 125 right and and that's what led into uh legion lost now there was a what a a few issues on widening rifts i think rifts that's the arc oh okay yeah because this says uh at the end of the 100-page spectacular, it says, next in Legionnaires 80, uh, Damned oh, for oh, All Eternity. Oh, you have the 100-page spectacular? Yeah. That is just Legion of the Damned. Okay, and then Widening Rifts is after that, and then Legion Lost. Yes. And see, this is how they get me. Yeah. Right? There I we thought, have... I thought Legion of the Damned was the last um, storyline. Am I not I believe you're mistaken. Did? Okay. Oh, no, I'm, throw down. No, I'm, I'm, this is not my, uh, <laughs> uh, not my strong suit. I only, I only say this with confidence because I just read it two months fair, ago. No, that's fair. Okay. That's fair, fair enough. Enough. No, that's fair great. Enough. So, all right. So I'm, I guess I'm going to be, uh, get me a Legion hardcover. Damn it. It's, it's a hefty tome. It's awesome. I love it. Well, that's a win. 
<laughs> and I'll tell you that that um that um <laughs> secret file story is pretty good too. It's not. I think that's the, I think the secret file story is uh, Abnett and Lanning's first actual issue together. Yes. Oh, cool. Yeah. And uh, while it's not really indicative of what they're going to do, it's still kind of a nice little like lead in. Mm. Well, I am sold. Now, if, well, uh, don't buy it just yet. Um, and <laughs> and now counterpoint. <laughs> no, no, no. The the um, in 2011. They already published Legion Lost, the twelve issue series under the title Legion Lost. Yes, mm. so you've already got that one. I do have that. The, it's I'm look. I was uh, that's the one I had just pulled down. It, it, next to it, I on the shelf, I, I have that hundred page spectacular, and, the, and so, so so the Legion Lost reprint volume from two thousand eleven is identical to the Legion by Abnett and Lanning volume two. Okay, no so changes. basically, mm-hmm. I'll get Volume 1. I don't have to bother with, with uh, Volume 2 because I've already got it. Volume 3 comes out. I can just get, like, a little 2 sticker and put it on my Legion yeah, Lost one. put yeah. it on the other one. It depends yeah. how much you care about trade dress. Well, and, and, and I've just told you how much I care about trade dress. <laughs> <laughs> get that sticker, Polly. Get the sticker. I, 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 my kids have a ton of them. So it, it, might, even, it might even have sparkles. Ooh. Yeah. So there was a last year um, a book called Legion Lost: The Complete Saga. Saga. Um, saga. saga. No, different, different saga. Saga. Oh, sorry. Um, that was solicited, uh, but canceled before publication. No. And that that would have been Widening Rifts and Legion of the Damned. And so they but, rightly could thought they rightly thought like, hey, we could uh, we could pop this into a couple of different volumes and boom. Mm-hmm. More than likely. Yeah. I think they figured out we should probably make Dan Abnett's name really big on this. Mm. Yes. Well, and uh, with, with yeah, with, with with good cause, right? And uh, yeah. You know, he's uh, he. The, 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 that's actually one of the smarter moves that they've made because he has definitely um, you know built his name in a lot of different areas and uh, and and can bring different uh, different audiences to Legion yeah mm-hmm. I will say, I, their, 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 their idea to make Legionnaires the Mark Wade stuff and Legion the Abnett stuff is actually pretty smart yeah hmm. Well, and it's the complete sets is what they're trying to sell people on now, like Flash by Jeff Johns, Flash by Mark Wade. That makes sense. Uh, JSA by Jeff Johns. That's how they're labeling a lot of these now complete and making runs, whole collections. Yeah. yeah, and complete runs and attach the name. Yeah, you and know. people want complete runs. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, 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 and attach someone's name to it uh, to, to kind of uh, to, to bring it all home. Maybe someday we'll get Legion by Keith Giffen, and we'll get that five years later goodness. Ah, there we go. Oh, that would be it. Would be a, a long book with a lot of different areas. <laughs> indeed, indeed, and end with him killing some boy. Um, <laughs> because never forget. Um, oh, yeah, because Karate Kid's already dead. <laughs> you got to kill I him twice. Can't do it again. He killed him three times. Sure, he can. He did kill him three times, but we don't talk about one of them. That's true. Yeah. Because waste of time. <laughs> it never really happened. It um, didn't. 
All right, so, um, and I'm looking here. Oh, hey, here's something. Oh, I can't do it. Um, but there is a... <laughs> There is uh, um, there has been a lot of talk about the next big um, DC Comics crossover event. Mm. Can anyone guess what its name is? Mm. Soft. <laughs> <laughs> that would be the greatest name for it ever. Eh, you know, is, why? is that the is that the antithesis of metal? Yes. Okay. <laughs> no, if it's the same thing that I heard, then it's just a single word. Yes. A word we've seen a lot associated with other things, but in this case, mm. one word, crisis. Oh, yay. But isn't that purely rumor at this point? It's purely rumor at this point, but uh, yeah. why not? Um, why not? Just so that when it, when it comes out, we can, uh, we can then break, uh, break, with the, break loose with the... Um, um, the speculation on it, but uh, but but you know, looking at the things, you know, Final Crisis was of course the last crisis, but we all we all knew that it wasn't. <laughs> yeah, um, that was that was such a joke of a title, really. Yeah, the yeah. Final and, Crisis, um, really. Um, then followed by looking Flashpoint, followed a little later with Rebirth, and um, um, and basically, um, Metal was originally going to be titled Dark Crisis. Oh, Jesus, that makes sense. It it. Totally does, but yeah, um, they. Um, uh, it, it turns out Snyder and Capullo really, really fought to not have it called Dark Crisis, and huh. uh, and well, clearly uh, wound up being successful at, at doing so. Uh-huh. But uh, but yeah, the um, it it's just so weird to me that they got crossovers within crossovers going on. They got Doomsday Clock ticking along, yep, on top of like this no justice thing, which I guess isn't really a crossover to rebranding. Yeah. Yeah. And, oh, and it's DC tough, you know, and, 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 you know, it's um, like uh, in the latest issue of, uh, of, of doomsday clock, you know, Saturn girl actually got to save some stuff. It's not her smartest dialogue ever. And that's coming from, coming from, you know, uh, maybe we can say that there's been some damage done. I don't know. But to me, um, you know, Jeff Johnson's better. So there's got to be something. You think they're going to be like, hey, you know, when Legionnaires go through time, they get dumber. (laughs) Great. Uh, Yeah, great. All right. It's his thing in the Lightning Saga crossover. We're here for some reason. We don't know why. I think it's that oh, a lot. Okay. Of, I think it's that a lot of his dialogue is kind of like that, though. <laughs> yeah, I mean, well. you know what I mean, because you, you know, we went from a point where he was kind of uh, where he was kind of writing sort of the more complicated uh, stories, and then he became the Golden Boy, and it was kind of uh, yeah, let's write some. We're here and look over there. Look over there now. Red skies, um, you know, and uh, it's like, yeah, we need you to uh, to to slow it down a little because you're writing the big books now, and so I don't know, I don't know. I mean, that, that I, I'm 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 being a bit glib because there is a lot of neat stuff going on in Doomsday Clock, but it's it's slow, 
it's real slow. Yeah. It's just a series that doesn't need to exist, in my opinion. Well, there's there's that whole side of it as well. And, and you know, there's bits of it where I, I like what they're doing, but I hate that they're doing it. And, <coughs> and that's, that's the struggle, you know. But but I read it because I'm, like, waiting for, for any Legion nuggets. And that's, again, well, that's how see, they get I, me. I, I, I'm telling you, do not follow the breadcrumbs. Yeah, it, it, Just, it is. Don't all do it. Yeah, yeah. It's all breadcrumbs. When you when you give me an entree, I'll pay attention. DC. <laughs> Sorry. <sighs> I'm, 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 feeling, I'm tired of crumbs. I'm tired of crumbs. Hungry all of a sudden. Are you? Yeah. Are you thirsty? Mm. <laughs> well, yes, mm. but that's okay. I'm thirsty. sure there will be some some kabooming up. Yeah. Hmm. All right. Speaking of which, should we uh, move on to? Uh, the topic of discussion sure yeah i think it's about that time we've been here long enough that's <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh-huh. nothing um but um and and while we made it we made a crack the other week about uh, <coughs> how no one was clamoring for um uh for the block origin and i Did actually got actually an email clamor? i got an someone email with, with clamoring um no. there is full-on clamoring here uh hang on one second let me just open the uh the Substitute Podcasters um, mailbag here. And from our friend Boston Moss, he says, uh, 502 and some clamoring. It's right there Mm -hmm. in the subject line. Um, I was... uh, (laughs) Interestingly, I was watching... uh, watching Supergirl with uh, with Ella this morning, and we're getting caught up, and and I was explaining to her Chekhov's gun. And uh, and the idea that the, in the first, you know, if you see the gun in the first act, in the third act, someone's getting shot. And she's like, I don't understand what the acts mean. So I explained it to her. <laughs> we, we, we watched Coco last night. So I said, here's where it goes from act one into act two. And here's where it goes into act three. And she's like, oh, that's neat. And so, you know, just that little talk about sort of story structure and stuff. And then uh, and then and then she she actually nailed what the Chekhov's gun was in Coco. And um, and so now it's now I know she's going to be looking at stories in whole different ways. Teaching uh, her to deconstruct them early. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like, oh, I've ruined it for you already. Um, <laughs> but he um, so he says, uh, hey, guys, a little behind this week. But anyway, hey. Clamor, clamor, clamor. Block is one of my favorite Legionnaires. Clamor, 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 clamor. Okay, enough clamoring. You'll get to it, and I can be patient, which is good. <laughs> well, that's good. Um, I think uh, if, if I'm not mistaken, we'll get to it in four weeks. Is that yeah, right? Yeah, because uh, we'll, mm-hmm. we'll do this one, and then we'll do Secrets of the Legion, and then we're back to it. Uh, the Legion but, has no secrets. Stop it. Yeah. Um, and at some point, uh, he asked if I could make uh, the spread, you, uh, Michael, your spreadsheet available um, through uh, through the website. And we'll figure we'll, we'll, Oh, okay. Yeah, let's talk about that and we'll figure that out. Um, and maybe I can add you into the WordPress thing and, and, uh, and then it's easy to upload, uh, especially if any changes get made. Um, anyway, so he says. Um, I'm at work, so I can't look it up, but didn't one or more of the Demons 3 appear in a Legion book? He says, if I remember it correctly, it was when, where Saturn Girl was leading the LOSV and they went to fetch something from the Rock of Eternity. I think one of them mis- initially mistook Lightning Lord's power for an appearance of Zeus. Oh, uh, got well, they tell, they tell us in the issue that the Legionnaires stashed 
the bit no, with no the um the jar in a like another dimension. That's why they had said so to send Power Girl and Flash to go get it. Yeah. So presumably at some point they got a hold of it, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um it's kind of like Excalibur during Supergirl's uh, initiation. Yeah, I gotta look that. Uh, I wonder if there was sort of a. Yeah. Anyway, I'll have to look that up at some point. Anyway, he says uh, back to Block's origin next week, right? See, he didn't he realize we were going to do the second issue of this story? Uh, but it's he can't hear me because he's too busy. Clamor, clamor, clamor. Uh, so uh, thanks for the message, uh, Boston. And we will be getting to that in the next couple of weeks. Um, and I actually. You know what? Before we grab onto this, I got um, one other uh, um, message that I want to read out because I flagged this a little while ago. Um, and it is from Jason Zeller, uh, who says, Let me say first, I'm a huge Legion of Superheroes fan and so glad to have found your podcast. I realize that I am 498 episodes behind as I checked. <laughs> Wow. He says, good for you, man. Oh, good for get, you. It gets better, and I love hearing stuff like this. Uh, I can't wait to listen to them all as I love hearing people talk about the Legion. Do you have any suggestion on listening order, or should I start at episode one and work my way down to the present? I'll just tell him to start at one. And, and, uh, then, and then in, either, in 10 years, or, he'll get to this yeah. one. <laughs> uh, either that or do them chronologically by. Like, start with Adventure 247 and then go by publishing order because by the time he catches up, we will pretty much have done everything in the pre-crisis uh, up to the end of um, uh, the Magic Wars. Yeah. There is no easy way of doing that yet, though. So no. we haven't, yeah. But that is something, that is a, a little project I want to undertake after I get the remaining episodes, which he mentions in the next paragraph, as I get all the, the quote-unquote missing episodes uh, put up there. And, um, yeah. So, anyway, so uh, thanks for uh, for getting in touch, Jason. I'm actually, uh, you'll, you'll remember this from 10 years ago when you sent this. <laughs> And um, I will um, um, actually just give you a little update as to the, the your, your best way to go. Um, I, 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 I kind of like the idea. I love that there's people who will start right at the beginning and work their way through. I love that. I really do. Um, but but I, but what I what, and and I love getting comments for them from them as they're doing so, and I think it's neat that at some point they're going to catch up to where they started and 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 hear me mentioning these things. But at the same time, it's like I don't want them to have to wait that long to have the acknowledgement that hey, we got your message and we're and that's awesome. <laughs> so it's uh, uh, you know, again, these are the. Uh, these are the, uh, the the tough things. Um, actually, one more episode four ninety seven. Who is the Dark Man? This comes from um, from Keith Freyheit, F R E I H E I T. It comes from Keith. Keith sent this, <laughs> and uh, he says uh, Michael asked how we read issue two seventy of L L S H. So here's my long winded answer. Just call me not so humble lad. Oh, see, I should have read that. Then I would have just called him that. Um, he said, I started reading The Legion with a few odd issues of Adventure and Superboy that my older brothers had around the house. I started purchasing with Superboy 201 back in 1974 when I was 9 or 10 and haven't missed anything that wasn't a reprint since except for two issues. Uh, number 213 and... 
the damn tabloid. Oh, God, the tabloid. Uh, yeah, he says, that somehow escaped my grasp at the newsstand. It took me over 20 years to track those books down. Um, since that time, I have also gone backwards in my collecting. Having moved to San Diego when I got out of college, Comic-Con was easy to go to. Uh, even so, it took me 10 years to track down the entire adventure run. I also picked up the Action Comics run at the same time. <clears throat> As of now, I'm still looking for about 27 issues from the early days, most of which are cameo appearances, and almost a third of those are Elastic Lad stories. Uh, I'm even thinking about expanding this to include appearances by the Super Pets. Oh, I wholeheartedly support that. Uh, hey. He said, but that might not be possible. Of course, Adventure 247 is in the list of what I don't have, and while I'm trying for nicer copies of most of the rest, I know I'll be lucky to even find a beat-up, moldy, torn, and coffee-stained poor-grade copy that I can afford. Uh, being a little more of a humble ad now, it took a lot of years to build this collection. I was fortunate to find some real deals as I did. Some of the issues that are rather pricey now, I was lucky enough to get back when they weren't so expensive. I'm not rich. I'm just old and dedicated. <laughs> Um, we, we, we understand that. Um, so, to finally directly answer Michael's question, and because I know Darren doesn't like math... Oh. It's true. Yeah. Uh, he says, I bought issue 270 off the newsstand when it came out and read it shortly thereafter. So there we go. Thanks for that message, Keith. So, yeah. Um, I mean, let's, let's, let's be real. Legion, uh, Legion fandom, it's, 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 it's a dedication, for sure. It's true. All right, yep. issue 148, who's doing it? Well, before we get started, I have a follow-up from last issue. Oh, yes. Oh. Uh, so when we were going, when we started off, we looked at the um, the credits. It lists uh, Paul Levitz and Marty Pasco as the writers. Yeah. And then I think it was Travis looked up in the Grand Comics database saying that Julie Schwartz records only list Marty Pasco. Mm -hmm. So I said... Uh, last week that I checked with Paul yep. and Paul replied back um, he says I don't have my script file for that accessible but Marty and I were sharing an apartment for the time and we did that project together for the fun of it oh that's neat Julie hadn't, Julie hadn't yet used me as a writer and I suspect felt more comfortable with Marty as the writer of record my general record just list 147 as collaborative and I vaguely recall doing some work on the script itself, but I no longer recall what offhand. Yeah. One, number 148's record lists me as co-plotter, which probably means I just kibitzed and Marty did the actual full script. Mm, yeah, because it says uh, script Martin Pasco with an assist from Paul Levitz. Not kibitzer. Yep. <laughs> it was a few years before they would start using that as the term. Yeah. Indeed. I believe that was a thing on a lot of uh, um, uh, All-Star Squadron and Infinity Inc. issues where, uh, where, where Roy would say that he and Dan, Dan kind of kibitzed about this thing. So. It's a Yiddish term. It is. It is indeed. All right. So 148. Who's, who's, taking, what? who's taking this one? I'll jump at once. Huh? All right. I'll do was, this was it gonna? Was it gonna be I Travis? I suppose or? I can do it. Yes. I did last okay. week. Yes. Oh yeah, Travis did last week. That's right. Let's 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 give this a shot. 
All right, so we got here the Justice League of America, Giant, number 148, November. The Justice League and the Justice Society and the Legion of Superheroes are going around in circles, fighting among themselves. <laughs> Who's behind it all and why? Oh, this is uh, Rich, uh, Rich Buckler and uh, Jack Abel. Yep. Um, and it, the issue went on sale August 1st, 1977. So we talked briefly, real quick, uh, about Batman on this cover, uh, grabbing <laughs> Power Girl. Hey, hey now. Um, hey. But my, my question is, how long <laughs> his, must his arm be to be where he's standing, reaching <laughs> where her arm is? Reaching to her for, her forward. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Wow. Yeah. So he's, he's behind her to her right, and he's grabbing <clears throat> her left arm, and he's obviously grabbed her so he can turn her around so that uh, she front faces the viewer so that you so that you can see her boobs yeah well that's what you do with power girl right that's um, right well I mean they're still fairly modest at this point aren't they they, they mean, are and you'll notice no window no window yeah. no boob window yeah that was the, the, thing the that boob come, window is closed that was, that's <laughs> a thing that would come up later on but yeah so we've got that we've got uh, um they got light lasts all out. I mean, a shadow lasts all, you know. Yeah. For the... I mean, you, you got you got Flash, you know, Golden Age Flash, uh, giving her a gut punch, and she's got um, she's got Green Lantern covered in uh, shadow, who is power ringing Lightning Lad, who is throwing lightning at Batman, who is holding on to Power Girl, who is punching Superman who is getting hit by Alan Scott, uh, who is getting hit by Wildfire. See? Circles. Yeah. Very, actually, a very cool cover. I like it. It's kind of neat. Reminds me very much, and, and I say this, I say that this reminds me of, uh, of Teen Titans uh, number 50, but it was, it, it was actually the other way around. Teen Titans number 50 reminded me of this. It's just that I read them in a different order. <laughs> ah. <laughs> And that would have been the one for for people who remember that series, um, where the Titans uh, fought. Was that against. the East and West? Yes, it Titans. was. Yeah. Ah, there you go. And uh, but it was all you know heroes fighting against a white background. So you know, uh, there's a fine pedigree to that, including some issues of uh, secret society of supervillains. Mm-hmm. So all right, let's get into the book. All right, what's this? If the story is part of the epic anniversary team. Oh wait! If this oh if wait, what's this? If this story is part of the epic anniversary teaming of Justice League of America and the Justice Society of America, why isn't a single member of either illustrious team in this splash page? And why is that demon being attacked instead by the Legion of Superheroes? And notice they've got the Volume One logo there. Yeah. Weird. <laughs> Weird. I, I think Hadn't what they meant. Need, yeah. For this is to be read like the uh, the Batman voiceover. What's this? You know that <laughs> incredulous type of voiceover. Crazy. And Ultra Boy's just like I don't know, but I know I just got to punch this guy who's in front of me. My boy, you boy, socking him good. Yeah, he is. <laughs> uh- the fate of the world rests on this very question, dear reader, because Earth's past, present, and future are threatened by a crisis in triplicate. See, that makes it just sound like paperwork, right? 
Yeah, you know what? Get the pink form, the yellow form. <laughs> get to the or that Lorna should show up, you know, in a time capsule from yes. before computer showing up. Yes. But that's you know getting deep. Ooh. Chapter one: Where have all the heroes gone? Where does one begin to answer that question? Here's as good a place as any. The nameless, immeasurable void between the ages. Where, where calendar pages hang out, I suppose. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the, th the threshold of what we call the time barrier. Mere moments ago, ten of the greatest heroes of two Earths have faced a fearsome adversary in the 30th century. Now an unseen force hurls them backwards toward their own time, but with Green Arrow and Black Canary left behind. In, 29, in 2977 A.D., it is here that the Emerald Archer and his pretty bird are stranded. Wait. Oh, the awesome headquarters of the Legion of Superheroes. I don't freaking believe this is happening. I've thought about lots of ways of dying, getting snuffed by a killer bullet or maybe old age, but I never thought I'd check out like this, smothered by magic sand inside some mythic hourglass. Worn like a blasted necklace by a super sorcerer named Mordru. <laughs> never thought I never thought I'd end up like this when me and the others took on the giant hand that broke into our satellite headquarters. Seen previously. And then dragged us into the future, where we learned that the hand belonged to an astral projection of Mordru, the Legion's nastiest foe. Holding me and the Canary hostage, Mordru sent our friends to succeed where the Legion had failed on a quest for the green bell of, here we go, Uthol, the red jar of <laughs> Kalthos, and the silver wheel of Njornlath, three magical objects that were once in our trophy room. But according to history, were scattered through space when our satellite blew up sometime after the 20th century. Or in uh, 10 years. Yeah. All in how you look at it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, and that's ten years real time, not comic book real time, time yeah. not comic time. Yeah. After he got him, Mordru used the objects to free the three ancient demons whose magical power he wanted. But after they were released from eons of, of imprisonment, the demons zapped the heroes to God knows what. Oh wait, doing God knows what with them, and then turned on Mordru too. So basically, we're just seeing recaps of yeah. the last issue here. Yeah, yep. Green Arrow is exposition lad. Yes, exactly. As they used to do very commonly back in the day. Because uh -huh. every yeah, issue could every be the issue first. Every issue could be your first yeah. issue. Yep. Talking about frustration, the last thing I'll ever see is uh, the last thing I'll ever see is Earth about to be conquered by these demons, and I can't do zip about it. And the demons are talking. Just as these spellbreakers freed us, so too can they use can. Just as these three spellbreakers freed us, so too can they be used to imprison us anew. But none shall ever do so once we destroy them as only we can. And uh, yeah, Ultra Boy saying, true, which is exactly why you won't get the chance. Eh, the youths? So the two youths were there. It's the youths. As one, the legionnaires converge on the demons, joining battle, a battle destined to be painfully brief. The demon wraith, wrath, Steps forward and with a gesture, callow, callow, callow fools, they underestimate our power. I have conjured magical shackles to bind them to the walls so they may not interfere as now we destroy the bell, jar, and wheel. 
And then, and then it finally happens. What the Justice League had fought so hard to prevent, the demons hurl the bell, jar, and wheel to the floor, and the objects vanish. Now the demons are irrevocably free to walk the earth. Turning eerily, uh, turning eerily. Uh, I'm just, I'm just worried because irrevocably, Ultra Boy is not going to know what the hell's going on. Ah, Jesus! Too many syllables. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, Too many syllables. You can only do one syllable at a time. That's right. See. Turning eerily glowing hands on the four immobilized legionnaires, the demons chant in unison. With you, O Legion, Mordru goes. Return to the spirit. Return the spirit self he chose to represent him to his foes, where Mordru's body doth repose. Yeah, yeah, gotta gotta parentheses in your poem there, guys. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> wait, wait, <laughs> is this the demon? <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. The demon. Yeah. The demon. Kirby's Tram- demon. Trademarked. Yes. TM. <laughs> Powerless to resist the magical force which compels them, the super teens reluctantly take to the air via their flight rings with Mordru's astral form in tow. Brainy, if we reunite Mordru's spirit form with his physical body, what happens to Green Arrow and Black Canary? I wish I knew, Ultra Boy. Wait, you mean Ultra Boy didn't know? Apparently not. Yeah. Hmm. But Brainy doesn't know. See? Yeah, that's weird. Oh, yeah. Upward, the figure of Mordru is carried, uh, and the hourglass around his neck is inverted in the process. The sand falling away from us. (laughs) Dinah, wake up. Now we've got a fighting chance to get out of here. But just what our two stalwarts will make of that chance must, for the moment, wait. Now Earth belongs to us. We can rule it again. Yes, as we did in time before. Nay, I... Wait, just as we did in time before. Nay, I think not. Wait, what? Nay, I think not. That's weird. By the way, uh, the middle demon right there, Wrath, his name is Wrath. He's the one who appeared... The question we had earlier, I just found it. I've been looking the whole time. It was in the Legion of Supervillains one-shot. That we had in 2011. Oh, ah. fantastic! Yes, that's when uh, Saturn Queen was gathering her uh, Legion of Supervillains. She goes to the Rock of Eternity, and Wrath appears on two pages. Right, oh, and that gotcha. was uh, that was uh, Portella artwork, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. Oh, right. I, I do remember that now. Nice. Okay. Nice grab. Wait, I thought the Supervillain special was drawn by Giffen. I don't know. I, I give no, me. he drew an annual. Yeah, he did oh, the, the uh, Emerald Empress annual. Okay. All right. I think I figured this out. Nay, I think not. Uh, I have grown weary of our quarrel with humanity and have seen much goodness in the world. The humans, uh, much goodness in the world the humans have built through millennia. I have watched many generations past, each with its heroes, men and women of greatness. They have brought serenity to the 30th century. It is at peace. I should like to be one with that harmony. You are surely mad, Abigenezer, for... Have you not uh, have you not beheld the wondrous wealth and power this world and time offer us? Have you not seen the teeming millions that populate it? They can be ours to command, and we can know riches not even we could imagine in the time before time. Nay, nay, I, ghast, shall remake this planet as it was in the before time. When it was our domain, I shall drive the moon from the sky, and all of humans on this wretched world's face will vanish, and I, in effect, destroy Earth. 
as the humans know it, and I shall be as it was when we ruled. These guys are pretty biblical. Yeah. <laughs> so, we are no longer a united triumvirate, willing to share equally in dominating Earth. Aye, but take care, my comrades. Never before have we warred with one another, and I shudder to contemplate the consequences of such conflict. I would not fear a war with you, Abuchanizer, or you, Wrath. It would we- I would welcome it. Come do your sorcerous worst against me. It will not matter not. I have. I shall have what I covet nonetheless. A strange altar shimmers into being before the demon called Ghast, and an incantation that was old when the world was new thunders across the chamber. Instantly, the other demons respond in kind. By stars, by sun, by demon light, I bid the mythic flame ignite, burn my foes with fires bright, destroy them, drive them from my sight. Three tongues of flame lash out simultaneously, and when the blinding light fades, we, we are unscathed. Clearly, each of us possesses equal magic, and our incantations cancel out one another. Thus, if we cannot war amongst ourselves directly, there is but one way we may fight to the death. We must have proxies, champions. Youthful sinews burst free as the burst free as the bonds of which they have struggled to vanish. Hmm. A wave of mesmeric force washes over <laughs> the five legionnaires, and like an avenging army, they advance. Uh, Garth ran to the planet Winna. Attacked by the lightning beast of Corball, he gained the power oh, to hurl... Sorry. Oh, take a take drink. drink. <clears throat> Finally. Standing. <laughs> We're on page eight, and only one drink. <laughs> ah. He gained the power to hurl electricity against his foes as lightning lad. Reap Dangle, born of a race of beings who can change shape at will, came from the planet Durla to join the Legion as Chameleon Boy. Zamia Morlock from uh, Talok Eight against the Brighton against the benighted souls who serve the cause of evil. She wields the ability to conjure their darkness in the guise of Shadowlass, the daughter of King Vox of Orlando of Planet of Mystic. <laughs> Sorry, I, I of Orlando. He's Walt Disney. Oh, oops. <laughs> Orlando. She's a Disney princess. Ooh! Don't tell Marvel. Code cracked. She possesses the power to project realistic illusions and uses her birthright in the name of justice as Princess Projectra. And Drake Burrows of Earth, transformed by the antimatter explosion into a substanceless being of pure energy, given only given form only by the costume of wildfire. Now they are goaded into action by enchantment true, but they but what were they chose for themselves their were they course to of action for themselves. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah, it's tough. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this is some flowery is, prose. I was just gonna say that is some purple damn prose. <laughs> but were they to choose for themselves, their course of action would not be different. For now, they rally to save the world. Yay! <laughs> and I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure this page is there for the people who regularly read Justice League but who've never read a Legion comic before. It does kind of look uh, kind of tacked in, doesn't it? <laughs> no, not, I'm not saying tacked in. I'm saying 
it's a page of exposition yeah. because not everybody who reads Justice League has read Legion. And Absolutely. if you remember, in last issue, Justice Society got the same. Yeah, that's right. That's true. Yeah, good point. And they've been showing up in the book once a year. So, to be fair. All right. So one of the demons is talking. Come, Legionnaires, ally yourself with me in the cause of saving the world so beloved by you. Never thought I'd see the day when the Legion takes sides with a billion-year-old demon. But, but, but I guess there's a first time for everything. Indeed, and there shall be another precedent set this day. I shall employ the aid of the Justice League, and I shall have my champions, too. Fingering the color of fresh wounds. Oh, finger. Fingers? Fingers the color of fresh wounds play over the smoldering brazier. Yeah. <laughs> lips, lips, lips like crumpling parchment rustle but in arcane mutterings. And an eldritch summon uh, issues forth to reach beyond the temporal boundaries and intrude into the limbo between the centuries. Where last we saw eight members of the Justice League and its Earth 2 counterpart. And uh, we're catching up with... Uh, our teams lost in the limbo. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Superman saying, we're being returned to our own time. But if that's true, good Lord, it means Ollie and Dana have been stranded in the 30th century. But just then, great Krypton, we've stopped moving. What's happening to us? It feels like something's got hold of us. I sense a mystical force has laid hands on us, comrades, and now it pulls us back whence we came. Mm-hmm. Well, at least now we've got a shot at rescuing Oliver and Dana. It has taken mere seconds for our heroes to be plucked from the time barrier. The Legionnaires are only now beginning to advance on the demons. However, thump. Success. I have summoned the Justice League, and I, the Justice Society. <laughs> well, Thum is kind of half of a, a Kothum. It, it? It's close uh, enough it's close for Dark to work. Let's go. Because, dear Excellent. Lord. Yeah. I, I, well, I, I'll get to it when we, when we get there, but yeah, there's something <laughs> interesting here. The 20th century hero's entrance cut short the Legionnaire's attack, and no sooner have the young superheroes fallen to the floor unconscious, what, all of them, than <laughs> by all hell's power, I subjugate yon heroes five through, uh, through Dr. Fate. I'm not even going to try and pronounce this word. <laughs> uh, Tezcatlipoca. God of trickery, grant yeah. me shrewdness. This you, demon... this. you don't see, uh, you don't see uh, Dr. Fate laying down the fisticuffs that often. No, no, you don't. This demon's eldritch energy is greater than mine. My magic will be useless against him. I must use the strength of my physical form. It's such a oh Fram. Uh, another hastily spoken spell issues from the demon's lips. I tis your body you can battle me. Thus for the nonce your body is no more. <laughs> well, well now, squish. Yeah. Uh, yeah, fate's been turned into a head, which I suppose for fate is not that inconvenient. Uh, yeah, yeah. Being a helmet on a guy. Yeah. Exactly. It's more problematic for Kent Nelson than Dr. Fate. True. 
Still, I have need of an agent to work my will upon the Justice Society, and to that task I now summon the Flash. His power can be used to great advantage. Moving under Wrath's spell, the Flash of Two Earths races back and forth, uh, back and forth before the stunning, unblinking eyes of his JSA comrades. Using the after images created by his super speed, the po- like the pocket watch of a hypnotist, to mesmerize the Golden Age heroes. And in moments, why should I care about this 30th century? If I serve Wrath, I'll have great power. I shall aid Lord Wrath in his conquest of Earth. Can't resist. I'm forced to do what these demons want. (laughs) At this instant, elsewhere in the vast chamber, with this spell, Green Lantern's light will claim for gas these heroes might. Excuse me one second. (coughs) Sorry. So we've got, oh, that's interesting. Yes, uh, yellow smoke, of course. Ah, yes, his greatest weakness. Yes. With a magical gesture from the gas, yellow smoke, specifically, envelops the Enveril Gladiator, bending him to the demon's evil purposes. The, as the smoke dissipates as quickly as it came, there's a flash of stunning green brilliance and, great Krypton, I feel like I am locked in a vice. Every muscle of my body is under someone's control. Says Batman. Hmm. Now, my minions, to war. And so, gentle reader, to answer the question, where have all the heroes gone? They vanished, and in their place stand pawns of the warring demons. And just what that means for our stalwart, uh, our stalwarts, we'll find out in chapter two, bursting into view on the next page. The battle that shook the 30th century. Yes. And it's the fight time. Mm. Yeah, yeah, we got a big slugfest going on. But what I love is, um, and this is kind of interesting because it would, uh, it, this kind of uh, foreshadows things that would happen much, much later. Uh, but we've got Hawkman carrying the head of Dr. Fate. And, of course, uh, later, later on, um, this Carter Hall's son, Hector Hall, would become Dr. Fate in uh, the Jeff Johns JSA series. So, you know, you gotta, you got to remember, like, you, we know he was reading this stuff at the time, and you got to wonder how much of that stuff stuck for him. I'm actually reading that JSA uh, oh, run right so now. Mm-hmm. It's pretty good. Yeah, It is. It's really good. All right. So I forget which one of these is the striped one, uh, but one of the demons is talking. Arise, my youthful champions. You must strike against the agents of my fellow demons, lest they lay waste to this entire planet. Hmm. With magical... Oh, boy. uh, (laughs) Alacrity. Someone got their Thoris out for this book. I'll tell you what. (laughs) That'd be Marty Pasco. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be Pasco. Yeah. With magical alacrity, 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 the Legion answers Abagonizer's call to action. You've got a point there, Abney. So I'll see to it that the only thing that gets wasted is Soups's reputation. I see you haven't changed, Wildfire. Still as big a grandstander as ever. Don't tell me you're still sore because I. Sw- Wipe the Legion leadership out from under you when you were Superboy. Talk about holding a grudge. Wow. Yeah. 
Which is actually, it's a pretty deep cut for a Justice League issue. It, well, yeah. it is. Like, yeah. normally they would steer clear of stuff like that in a, a crossover because it's just, that's a bit much. But It seems like it may actually be current events because the way the uh, the editor's box well, reads is th- yeah. this rivalry still going on in Superboy and the Legion of Superheroes. Mm-hmm. No, I don't I'm just going on. I finally put two and two together on Superboy and Superman being the same person. Yeah, yeah what uh, is that? Uh, <laughs> We've made steps forward. <laughs> <clears throat> All right, uh, next page we got statues. Take a drink, please. Big, big statues. Yes, 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 they are. The only thing I'm sore about is that you don't don't seem to realize that I and the JLA are on your side. The only reason we're fighting with you guys is that we're in the demon's power. Mm-hmm. Out in the street, the battle spills and into the avenue of superheroes, a famous thoroughfare in the 30th century metropolis. Within minutes, the other battling superfigures have tumbled into the street as well with their demonic patrons coaching from magically conjured floating platforms. All power that I manipulate now goes to reform Dr. Fate. So Fate's got his body back. Yeah. He'll use all ma- uh, he'll use all magic known to him to render your young foes limb from limb. Maybe he can do it, right? Maybe he can do it, Wrath. But that power is useless if he can't see where to use it, thanks to the darkness I've cast over him. Hmm. Suddenly, kill, kill, kill the Legion. Nothing must stand in the way of Lord Wrath's conquest. That's uh, a uh, uh, Alan Scott, Greenlander talking. He's a little excited. Mm-hmm. Strange, the JLA seem to be under physical domination, but our minds still resist what we're forced to do. And yet the JSA seem to be totally brainwashed. Uh-oh, here comes our master. All right, Big Ears, you're the one with all the bright ideas. What's next? That's 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 kind of uh, ironic coming from Batman. Yeah, right? <laughs> Come here and I'll show you. Wait a minute. Not even the demons can fly under their own power. Neither can I. My power is just a handy-dandy Legion flight ring, worn by that little old shapeshifter, shape-changer, me. Huh? Hey, that's as you, son boy. It's alive! Not precisely, young one. Tis magically, merely magically animated, Hmm. but will serve my purposes well enough. So now we're fighting the statues. Yeah. Does that count? Yeah, it counts. Yeah. That's different. They're doing something different. And this has got to be uh, Paul Levitz's influence on this issue uh, with the the avenue of the statues like that. Yeah. Because Pasco, Pasco probably, uh, I, I don't know if that was a thing back when he was a reader or if it was something that Paul had introduced in uh, in his run. Hmm. Yeah, I don't. You know, I, I think there there has long been an inconsistency about where statues were located, right? Um, you know, they were they were, were usually in, in headquarters, and they were outside of headquarters, and they were back in. And yeah, it's wherever the story needed it. Exactly. Hmm. Meanwhile, the real gas has appeared at the scene of battle. I am severely outnumbered. Each of my opponents has five champions doing his bidding, and yet I have only three. Why? Ah, now I recall, there are two other Justice Leaguers, Green Arrow and Black Canary. I shall dispatch their friend, the Green Lantern, to bring them to me. My lightning bolts are useless against this Green Lantern. He's created a giant lightning rod with his power ring, diverting my bolts. 
which enables me to take you down. Uh, that's Hawkman flying in. Yeah. Uh, this battle is pretty interesting as mindless carnage goes. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to put a bell on that. But right now, you're probably more interested in where the Green Lantern's disappearing act will lead him. To find out, we must jump ahead to his arrival here at Doom Crater, in which rests a strange structure built by alien visitors to Earth. Into the crater, people. Mordru's physical form is locked inside that weird chamber. Special note to Legion lovers. Since the Legion's last battle with Mordru, the Dark Lord escaped his previous prison. He was defeated again, though, and placed in a in the Doom Crater in a yet untold Legion adventure. Oh. What? And and never to be told then. <laughs> yes. Because would, would the Earth War story have happened before this? Uh, this, no, this was before Earth War. This story took place, um, uh, uh, w- along with, um, in between issues 231 and 232. Mm. And Earth War wasn't until the early 240s. Okay. So I'm trying to remember when Morju had previously appeared before this, and I'm trying to look it up, but the only one that I can remember... There was uh, like an eight-page backup called "The Curse of the Blood Crystals," with um, I think where he's defeated by Chameleon Boy, right? In the back of a, a Superboy issue, um, but I don't think he had appeared um, for a while before this. But while we're discussing, I will uh, do some investigation. Yeah. Hmm. All right. I'm still worried about Green Arrow and Black Canary. Once we reunite this ectoplasmic incarnation with the sorcerer of his physical form, uh, they'll be trapped too, and they'll suffocate. But your fears are groundless, Ultra Boy, thanks to the uh, verdant figure materializing on the crater's rim. Great guardians, Ollie and Dinah are still inside that mini hourglass. Well, I can fix that easily enough, and he snips it with some giant scissors. Uh and I can't help but notice uh, the uh, uh, chain is gold, though, so that's yeah. a little weird. <laughs> don't know what these legionnaires would have done with them again if Gast hadn't sent me here in time, and I don't want to know. What the devil? Giant scissors made of green energy. Oliver, you know what that means. Oh. Freaking A, yeah, I do. <laughs> uh, Bird Lady, my main man, has just sprung us, and the rest is up to me. Even as the hourglass plummets from the air uh, plummets from the airborne Mordru's neck, the archer swiftly draws an arrow from his quiver, and in midair, Brackish, yeah, Brackish, mm-hmm. you you shattered the hourglass, and I you got it, and I'm gambling that the lantern's power ring will restore us to normal size and keep us from hitting. Aha! Looks like your gamble paid off. <laughs> in seconds, the couple has. A line bus uh, has alighted beside the ring slinger. Oh, oh. who has hastily? Oh, we lose somebody. Who oh. hastily explains his presence and then, hey Hal, what in the <laughs> blue-eyed world are you doing? My whole body feels like some uh, body, someone body starts my skin. Sorry about this, friends, but I can't help myself. My my my. Ring hand is moving under magical powers of Gast, who is forcing me to do this. I am in his power, and now, so are you. With the speed of thought, the possession is complete. Suddenly, 
There is the sound of rushing air, and in unison, the three bewitched heroes turn to see the legionnaires descending toward them. Green Lantern, where did he come from? I don't know, but I hope you're satisfied, Ultra Boy. Now that he's freed the Archer and the Canary, you don't have to worry about them anymore. All of you, and this is, this is Saturn Girl talking, Right. all of you, and the rest of us have to do is fight them, and I have a pretty clear idea where to start to. Since the Green Lantern's power ring works on willpower, I can misdirect its energy. If I concentrate hard enough, the result is a power ring backlash. Oh. Brock, has, uh, as Hal has punched himself in the face, summoning her... Uh, Summoning every erg of her mental energy, Saturn Girl directs a telepathic signal to the Emerald Gladiator's brain, interfering with his concentration. Ugh, mental interference, diverting my power beam. Saturn Girl's telepathy, no doubt, which means this fight is between us women. Women, time to put my sonic, sonic whammy to its use. Sonic whammy? Wow. Sonic, yeah. With that, she clenches her fists, throws back her head, and with the sound of the sirens might, uh, the sirens might have envied, the canary sings. Ah, says Saturn Girl. So much for my ring malfunctioning. <laughs> the victory in this battle should, by all rights, go to the Legionnaires, for how can these three Justice Leaguers overcome Sun Boy's heat powers, bringing Five's force field, or Ultra Boy's ultra strength? Uh, only one hand, free, can't react in time, oof. So how can our stalwarts prevail? Very easily, since the Legion has been at a considerable disadvantage, encumbered by the massive astral form of Mordru. Acting under a long-distance spell from Gast, Green Lantern completes the mission, which had brought the younger heroes to this place, as he uses the energy of his power ring to reunite Mordru's spirit self with his flesh and blood counterpart that spawned it. That seems a lot of work. It does seem yeah. like a lot of effort. A <laughs> lot to of this. effort. <laughs> <laughs> ah... Um, I'm getting messages uh, through Facebook from Trevor. Apparently, he's lost power or internet. Oh, no. Yeah. He gone. No sooner is the task accomplished than, huh? Look it. We're vanishing. It's the gas. It's gas again. He's conjuring us somewhere, possibly for our next assignment. What do you think he wants this time? What indeed? For now, the mission must remain a mystery because at this moment, back in Metropolis, I'm hitting you with everything I got. You're going to fall or not. <laughs> I don't think so, Wildfire. Our powers used to be equalized. Uh, our, our powers used to equalize each other's, as I recall. So do we keep this up all day? Yeah, you could. But then I was starting to get bored with it. Thanks, Power Girl, for catching him off guard and giving me the moment's opportunity for this, fam. <laughs> I suppose, though, that you want to do the same to me. No, I don't want to, yet I will if I'm compelled to. My body's being controlled, just as yours is, but I'm resisting mental manipulation. And yet the other JSAers are totally dominated. Mind and body. Hmm, I wonder. Maybe there's a clue some, somewhere. Maybe there's a clue somewhere. The key to the demon's defeat, eh? Now, before the young ones awaken, you shall banish, I shall banish you to your next destination. For Dr. Oh, 
For Dr. Fate and his JSA colleague, Green Lantern, the destination is far from Metropolis. Uh, the Global Tunnel, a man-made tube that passes directly through the center of the Earth. And the tunnel cuts through the Earth's molten core, too. Amazing! I, the generator on the tripod, projects an energy field which prevents the tunnel walls from collapsing. Global Tunnel, North American entrance, authorized personal only. Am I crazy, or did you guys talk about this in like a recent episode? Um, um, it, it comes up in um, issues from here, here and there. There was one, I think this um, the Violet story kind of came to a head when Element Lad revealed what was going on with Brainy and Cam. Yeah. Went down this tunnel. And I think uh, Brainy has also met um, Element Lad about Saturn, uh, not Saturn Girl, Sensor Girl in the tunnel. Huh. So it comes up every now and again. I think it was originally dug when Supergirl found Excalibur. Huh. Oh, yes. So. Yeah, it's it's been a long-standing thing. And uh, the internet says that the uh, there was also the global tunnel as far back as Adventure three thirty six in the uh, um, the Starfinger issue. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know what? I heard about it on uh, your other rival Legion podcast, Legion uh, Legion Clubhouse. They were talking about that specific issue. Sweet. Ah, that's right. All right. The interior of this planet is forever being explored by the geologists in several Earth bath spheres, which descend through the tunnel. Now, my comrade, whilst my Eltric Energies creates a barrier to cut off the generator's beam, I'll slip under the barrier to pay a visit to the scientists of the tunnel. Excellent. Geolab 77, a recently constructed interspace station, a geological laboratory deep in the peaceful bowels of the Earth, where the 30th, yeah, mm-hmm. where the 30th century scientists divest Mother Nature of her mysteries. Now its studious serenity is shattered by a cave-in. The tunnel collapsing. The generator must have malfunctioned. We're doomed! No, not yet. Not unless your United Earth government decides to be uncooperative. 30th century Earth is dumbstruck at the eerie visage that magically cuts into all 3D TV transmissions. Unless President Kandrew surrenders leadership of Earth immediately, the global tunnel will be destroyed and thousands of innocents will die. Ha ha ha. <laughs> ooh, meanwhile, ooh, my head. I know. My mine, if I had one, would be spinning. Believe me, my son. I would not have roused you from unconsciousness so soon were it not if were not this need most urgent. Look below, and behold what hateful plan vile wrath has set into motion. It must be stopped. We'll do what we can. Come, Wildfire. Yes, your highness. Eh, what manner of creature is this? Some new breed of demon that inhabits this strange future? Nope. Just another of the princess's patented illusions. They're great they're great for distracting opponents. Uh, at that moment, just beyond the tunnel entrance, Power Girl, I, am I mistaken, or are you the only JSAer who's escaped Ras mental brainwashing? I guess so. I guess so. Superman noticed it too. Maybe it's because I'm younger than the others and have more stamina. Hmm. So it was easier for me to resist. And none of the JLAers are totally mesmerized, probably for the same reason. I'm getting an idea, but we've got to keep it secret. We can't let even the Legion in on it. Now, in most stories, the plan would be revealed here. Yes. But in this, e- yeah. 
But it is epic, folks. You just have to make yourself comfortable on the edge of your seat. He's unconscious, so his magical barrier should be gone. Watch him while I make sure the generator is working properly. Then I'll go tend to the geolab. And inside the tunnel, uh-huh, uh-huh, the walls, they've stopped falling. That's right, fella. On the other hand, you are just starting to. While above, Green Lantern. Now his ring employees. Oh, Green Lantern now. Green Lantern now his ring employees, and with it, your device destroys. Yes, yes, destroy. No wrath. No wrath will not permit it. Unless my ring is directly controlled by gas, as it was when it was enchanted by Ol- uh, enchanted when it enchanted Oliver and Dinah, it does what it wants. To- it does what it does what I want it to, since it works by my will. And since my free will is the one thing Gast is not controlling, my apparent compliance with an order he's given me is an act. Power Girl and I have to make this fight look convincing, and I hope it buys enough time for... For what? Why, this, of course, must destroy the generator. No, it must be used to blackmail Earth to make Wrath his ruler. Huh? The other Green Lantern and Power Girl fighting over the generator? Only one of them will win, but either way... They'll undo all the work Projecta and I have finished. So, a searing beast of yellow, a searing burst of yellow energy slams into the battling heroes, with thankfully devastating results. Why thankfully? Listen to the last words to escape the Emerald Gladiator's lips before he slips into unconsciousness. Thanks, PG. You played our scene beautifully. As the others can keep fooling the demons, Earth has a chance. Hmm. Curse Abaganizer and Wrath. Their pawns have defeated my agent, the Green Lantern of Earth-1, and I have missed my opportunity to destroy the humans here. But it matters not, for already Superman and Batman are setting in motion the forces that will wipe this planet clean of human vermin. Forces which not all of the heroes of this galaxy could avert. If it's Superman and Batman, I wonder if it involves a woman named Martha. Yeah, don't let it be that. God, don't let it be that. Oh, man. Uh, wait, where am I at? There we go. Yeah. Yeah, problematic at best, for sure. Hey, what are the odds that their moms would both have the same name? I know, right? Same. All right. Where the the other Justice League members are being conjured uh, conjured to join Bat, uh, Superman and Batman at this very moment. And once Green Lantern regains consciousness, so will he. Had Gast remained but a moment longer, he might have made a fateful discovery that, th- that throughout the battle we've just witnessed, a communications channel among the JLAers was open, thanks to Green Lantern's JLL's JLA signal device. Hal, Hal, come in, Hal, over. And with every word of the Emerald, Emerald Gladiator's discussion with Power Girl was overheard. <clears throat> no answer. He's probably unconscious. But I think we've heard enough. Enough to confirm my suspicions, at least. Apparently, Gas didn't have didn't make his spell powerful enough. And since Wrath was successful in brainwashing the JSA, Gast obviously just assumed he controlled us the same way. Because that oh. makes sense. Yeah. GL had the right idea, using whatever advantage, uh, using whatever advantage having our free will intact may give us, and throwing the fight. But let's take it one step further. Enough stalling for enough time to allow the Legion to clobber us 
uh, is too passive a plan for me. Yeah, besides, where's the heroism in letting a bunch of punk kids beat us up? I was less convinced about our image, Oliver, and more the fact that the bell, jar, and wheel have been destroyed. We've still got to find some way to defeat these demons. Without letting Gas get hip to now, uh, hip to how he hasn't done a number on our heads, or else he'd be, he'll compensate for his mistake. Precisely. Wait a minute. I've been getting, uh, we've been getting, we've been forgetting how we got into the demon pawn thing in the first place. The demons thought their own magic abilities would cancel each other's out, so they took champions, thinking one superhero group could could, could defeat another. That may or may not be true, but suppose that the hero group's powers were equal too. Suppose that after we defeat, after we were defeated, there was a stalemate between the Legion and the JSA. You got to figure there had to be a moment there where like champions. Aren't- don't those belong to the other guys? Oh, damn it. <laughs> A contest of champions, if you will. Oh, indeed. Oh, no. Wouldn't the demons have to take their battle back to their into their own hands? Wouldn't they have to risk finding out for sure if their magic really is as mutually exclusive? Especially if we made sure there is a stalemate. Dana, you're beautiful. And they both kiss her. Different times, I suppose. Well, it's on the cheek and on the forehead, so it's it's not like Oliver is kissing her on the lips. Yeah. How will the Canary's idea help defeat the demons? Obviously, the fellows have thought of something we haven't. What that is must remain a mystery for a while, though, because right now, cheese it! Here comes the freak face. <laughs> ah, Ollie. Uh, cheese it, it's the cops! Oh, man. Yeah, see? Snap to it, people. We're supposed to be busy destroying Ice City, and we better start looking busy before Gas gets suspicious. Ice City, exactly what the name implies, a minor megalopolis built entirely of ice, carved, in fact, from the Antarctic ice cap. A most fragile site for the last battle in the three-way struggle for domination of Earth. I'm not going to lie, guys. This is going... This is is a long one. Yeah, it is. It is. It is a long yeah. issue. Yeah, I'll, uh, <laughs> I'll 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 pick up from here. I'll pick All up right. From here. Yeah. Oh, most most remember this was a this was the giant. So this is uh, thirty two pages mostly. At the time they were between seventeen and twenty two. Yeah. So we got an extra ten pages out of this one. Woohoo! Right. What a deal. Okay. All right. So we've got the Midnight City. Um, in minutes, uh, the climactic battle begins as after depositing Batman before the city gates, Superman flies over the icy wasteland. Um, so yes, he's been told to use his heat vision as ordered to melt the polar ice cap. Huge glaciers will sweep down over Earth, creating a new ice age. Um, and so Superman's thinking to himself, you may be magically pushing my body around, but my mind controls the intensity of my heat vision. So I'll fake it till the Legion arrives, and we see wildfire and Shadowlass coming in above him, and, um, uh... He says, uh, I'd use low heat so the damage isn't too great, huh? Uh, hurry, Wildfire. My shadow can only blind him for seconds before he uses his x-ray vision to see through it. Gotcha, Shady, says Wildfire, and he, uh, he zaps Superman. And, uh, and he says, huh, that's it? My triple-barreled attack took him out? I would have thought Superman had more fight left in him. And he's thinking, of course I do, Wildfire. But using it would only defeat my purpose. If Gast is gullible enough to believe I'm down for the count and doesn't think he can do anything about it, who am I to argue with him? 
Smart fellow, that Superman. Indeed. Um, while Superman's battle has been taking place, Green Arrow and Black Canary have been making their way into the city despite some resistance from guards. Resistance overcome primarily by the Batman. And he says, got to be careful with this maneuver. One false move, and I could actually accidentally set this thing off. Um, and uh, Green Arrow asks what the rest of us are asking. What is that thing anyway? And he says, a 30th century bomb of some kind. Gas gave it to me with a telepathic instruction to blow up Ice City as a backup to Superman's attack. Wish I could figure out how to avoid actually planning it, though. Good God, it's on fire? Can't hold it. Suddenly the mm. bomb is plugged, plucked from the Cal Crusader's grasp by a giant swooping bird. Projectra, then that flame was only illusion? Um, and, and she says, exactly, to allow me, chameleon boy, to swipe the bomb. Ah, that's, yes. Mm, uh, meanwhile, um. a, few yard, while a few yards away, adults, do not gape at it. Retrieve it at the cost of your lives, if necessary. Attack them. Um, <coughs> so, wait, 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 okay, so. Uh, Eep. Sorry, I'm, I'm all, uh, I'm all kerfuffled. I'm all kerfuffled yeah, here. You got kerfuffled? Oh, there's so much kerfuffle. Um, I, love, I do love Batman kicking the science police in the face. <laughs> in the there face. Yeah, exactly. All right, so... Um, I'll be a vigilante in the 30th century. Heck yeah. Yep, so um, so the uh, demons all, you know, attack them. And um, <laughs> Lightning Lad does. He says, hurry, Cam, dismantle that bomb. I can take care of these three with low-voltage current to stun them into unconsciousness. Take that, uh, regular humans. Right. And um, meanwhile, Wrath and his JSA pawns have appeared outside the city. Excellent. The trench. All the regular humans all the time. The, the trench Flash is digging with his feet will collect the water from the melting ice cap, keeping it at the ready so that I can unleash the torrent if the torrent if Earth refuses to make me its ruler. This sounds very pinky in the brain to me. Um, he says, eh? Prince of Projectra here, too? Water in trench. She's turning it into ice. No, Flash Fool, it's only illusion. Then why am I sliding? And Superman says, is thinking to himself, because it's real. I'm freezing the water with my super cold breath. And I'll keep on doing it until Projectra and Flash seem to have reached an impasse. Um, and, of course, Flash manages to get away. He says, amazing, I'm actually refreshing the water. He says, I'm actually freezing the water. This, is, this must be Abner Gazar's uh, doing somehow. He says, no use. As fast as the water is contained, she freezes it. We're getting nowhere this way. Uh, at that moment, high over Ice City, uh, Hawkman says, I'm taking that explosive, Chameleon Boy, as a weapon for Lord Wrath's extortion of Earth. Don't bet on it, Hawkman. And he thinks, good thing, uh, or, or Black Canary uh, makes with the Badoom. Close enough. Yeah. <laughs> Take um, a drink. Yep. Uh, good thing Lightning Lad's electroshock only dazed us, thanks to the insulation of our rubber boot soles. Now I can use my sonic power to detonate the bomb high in the air, harmlessly. How often did we hear about bombs being detonated high in the air, harmlessly? Very often, I'd, I'd say. Um, uh, Hawkman says, uh, "Sorry, um, we're, we got a couple of Hawkman going on here, which is really not uncommon at all. Really, when you get down to it." Uh, the bomb, you caused it to go off. I'll kill you for it. Well, but Chameleon Boy swiftly uh, assumes the shape, oh, there it is, of Hawkman himself. And how does the struggle between opponents of identical height, build, and strength end in a draw? Um, I don't know. I, I'd say uh, there'd be some version that would fight dirty. Um, and Wrath is uh, ticked. He says, stalemate, Wrath. Uh, your 
uh, pawns and mine are um, powerless against each other. But in seconds, Shadow Last, Lightning Lad, and Wildfire will break the deadlock, and you shall be and you shall be thwarted. No. "'Twas you who said our magic was mutually exclusive uh, of Negazar. "'Tis possible you lied. "'Let us see if we are indeed powerless against one another.' Uh, "'Wrath funnels all his eldritch energy into the onslaught, "'forcing him to surrender its hold on the Justice Society pawns, "'and thus at the global, tu global tunnel. "'Lo, I, am, I awaken, says uh, Dr. Fate, "'and I'm free of this mystic grip which has held me. "'Tis time to rouse my compatriots "'that we may confront our oppressor and see justice done.' Uh, no one knows what would happen if an irresistible force met an immovable object. One theory uh, holds that both forces, both force and object, would be annihilated. Doctor Fate is soon to learn the validity of that theory, for as he approaches, the demons begin uh, to glow white hot, growing brighter with each volley of supernatural force, until finally they explode and the mass mystic is caught in the in the blast. Boam. Uh, just as we hoped, the demons attacked each other all, or almost, uh, thinks Superman. We thought Gasp would be cancelled out as well, but two out of three isn't bad. Uh, thank you, Meatloaf. Um, Dr. Fate, are you alright? And he says, quite, Superman. In fact, more so. I feel stronger somehow. But he took the worst of the explosion. Look at that glow. What do, what do you think? And uh, Superman says, I certainly do. Um, or do you think? And he says, I certainly do. And if my understanding of how magic works is accurate, then I know how to overcome Ghast. And Batman says, so do I. Okay, folks, here's the plan. Superman's like, I was just doing that. Um, hastily, a game plan is outlined, and in seconds, um, we get a big kabow. Is that, is that close enough? I'm in. All right, cool. All right, he says, quick, before he can speak another incantation, hit him, and they all do. And he says, no, this cannot be. You've been overcome. Oh. While below, Dr. Fake glows even brighter, working his most ambitious spell ever. <laughs> and suddenly, in response, strange gleaming shapes rush through the void toward Earth as it's pulled by a magnet. From countless light years away, they hurtle across the depths of, of space. Strange fragments of metal drawn toward a single destination, 22,300 miles above Earth, as if with a, a sense of purpose. At first, they seem harmless to the, uh, to the demon. Random pieces of space debris, but soon, Ghast is filled with a terrible intimidation of their power. No, no, not that. The demon's inhuman eyes widen in terror as the space uh, scrap converges on him, taking shape, imprisoning him. That's when he recognizes the shape, and he screams. Lord, how he screams, for he realizes that this cosmic flotsam and jetsam has reformed. Mm. The Justice League satellite. No! Uh, even on Earth, the heroes hear it, that scream, and in the hard one silence that follows it, they realize there was never a peace more thankful. It's over, says Superman. The very Earth itself seems to breathe a sigh of relief. And well it might, for this day it has come within an inch of its life. A brilliant plan, Do Justice League. I salute you, says Dr. Fate. And, he's, and Superman says, we couldn't have done it without you, Doctor. Since you'd absorbed the magical energy released when the first two demons were destroyed, temporarily boosting our own, your own capabilities... He says, still, to have realized that the only place that could contain Ghast was a, a place that bore the magic, magical residue of the bell, jar, and wheel, the objects of last known resting place, the satellite. Ah, mm. brilliant. Um, uh, there's much work to be completed within the hour. Damage repaired, panic assuaged, comrades revived, and most important, 
bruised bodies and friendships healed. Uh, no hard feelings then? Of course not, Superman. Uh, none of us were responsible for our own actions, says Wildfire. Not completely, at least. And uh, Green Arrow says, Well, all I gotta say is it was a real trip visiting the 30th century. I only wish we could have found out what happened to the satellite. We'll never know, Ollie, says Hal. Sorry about this, uh, about that, but I'll have to hit you with a power ring post-hypnotic suggestion. Causing us to forget our knowledge of, the, of all aspects of the time. Hmm. Um, uh, uh, yeah, uh, sorry, of, of the time that relate to our own personal futures. And somehow, I don't think I'm going to mind forgetting about this experience. With that, Superman heads for the time barrier. Oh, it's like it's the end of our show. Um, bearing, <laughs> weird, uh, bearing nine brightly garbed figures back to the era that invented superheroes. Where each group of the greatest heroes of two Earths will return to their respective worlds with only vague recollections eased somewhat by the cont the contentment that comes with a job well done. The end. Woof. And there, there it is. There was a lot of moving parts in this story. There was. All for a few like yeah. key moments at the end of, to wrap it all up. <laughs> yeah, a lot of chitty chat. And that was, you know, kind yeah. of endemic to comics of the time, but wow. True. Just wow. and Mordrew didn't make another appearance. I thought he yeah, was yeah. being here at all, but he no, he's done. Isn't that funny? So, Basically, he he brings the the demons back, and then he's out. Yeah, the demons three are more powerful than Mordrew. I, I guess mm -hmm. dumping his spirit back in his body is supposed to re-imprison him. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I kind of wonder why they got to uh, erase the memories of the Earth Two guys, since this isn't their future. <laughs> I, I think it's just tradition. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, you're, you're from the you're from the 20th century. We're erasing your memories. Thank you. Bye. So uh, let's see. It's more Drew, JLA uh, hazing, I guess. Mm -hmm. Take uh, a drink. I was right. More <laughs> yes. Drew last appeared in um, Superboy 188, which was in 1972, in a 10-page story, and then after that, um, it was in here in JLA 147-48. He next appeared in Earth War. Yeah. So wow. there was an untold adventure that we never got to see or hear about um, regarding uh, how he ended up in that doom crater. Ah. Mm -hmm. Did Did Earth War explain how he escaped in that story? No. No. So also we don't know how he got out of the doom crater. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Right. No. Yeah. That's how That's how Mordru rolls. He doesn't explain much. He just shows up and cackles <laughs> indeed so there we have it so that is the uh the justice league jsa legion of superheroes crossover from 1977 uh next week we'll be getting into the secrets of the legion of superheroes it's true um you know it's interesting um Yeah, um, which is really cool. Uh, and, and folks, you'll see this over on our Facebook page, but Travis posted the tomorrow picture uh, before um, the internet went evil on him. Um, <laughs> and it's a, a, a reworking of this cover um, by one Arthur Adams, if you may have heard of him. And uh, so it, it's interesting because he's kind of modernized a lot of the costumes, uh, especially Power Girls. There is a boob window. Um, but it's, it's a redoing of, of this particular cover of, of this issue in black and white. 
and it's Art Adams, so it's kind of awesome. Um, and that's really neat that he found that. I actually wish I could hear a bit more about it. Um, <clears throat> anyway, does anyone have anything else to add to uh, to the story? I'll do a quick uh, This Week in Legion History. Oh, please do, yes. Uh, oh, and there's some, some questions, too. Uh, only four things. Um, 30 years ago, um, first week in June 1988, was the Wanderers number four. 20 years ago, uh, June 3rd, 1998, was JLA World Without Grown-Ups number one, which I believe had a cameo appearance by Inferno. Yeah, I think, I think you're right, yeah. And then uh, 10 years ago, June 4th, 2008, uh, Starman was in JSA number 16, and we saw the release of the 1,050 Years of the Future trade paperback um, oh. for the Legion's 50th anniversary. Oh. It was kind of a collection of stories from all different eras. Yeah, it was a really good collection. In fact, in the early days of the show, we used to recommend that as a great starting point because it gave you a little bit of each era and you could kind of figure out where you wanted to go from there. Um, but, but it went out of print fairly quickly. So, which was a shame because it was a, it was a good issue or a good, uh, a good collection. Um, cause you, you had some stuff from the Abbott and Lanning era. You had stuff from, from the Archies. You had old school, you had, uh, you had sort of the, uh, uh, the, the, um, uh, Giffen Levitt's Renaissance, all that kind of stuff. It was. Uh, I think there was. Every, wasn't there one of everything except the five years later? Pretty much, yeah. Like there was the reboot and the three boot in there. Yeah. Yeah, indeed, indeed there was. Yeah, it was a it was a really good collection. I quite enjoyed that. All right, uh, and you had some some uh, trivia questions. I have uh, a couple of Stump the Subs questions Ooh. to round out this long episode. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's see. First question is two events, both related to the Legion, will have been going to have happened in the year 2462. Will within, have going to be happening? Will have going to have been happened. Oh, Ooh. Jesus. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, in the year 2462, within four months of each other. What were those two events related to the Legion that happened in the year 2462? No idea. Oh, jeez. Um, wow. They are both things that, that you will say, oh, I know those, I just didn't know that's when it happened. 2462, <laughs> that's like the 25th century, right? Yeah. Correct. Oh, Booster Gold steals a flight ring. That sounds uh, possible. Yep, that happened on August 20th, 2462. Okay. And something happened four months before that. Um, I want to say Jonah Hex, but that doesn't make any sense because nope. that was a post-apocalyptic nuclear scenario for him. Uh, blah, 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 blah. There, there are a lot of DC blah, blah. futures. Yeah, there yes. are. I'll, yes. I'll give okay. I'll give you a hint. It happened on April twenty fourth, twenty four sixty two. That's so much helpful. <laughs> Let me check my calendar, please. All right. Well, on April twenty fourth, twenty four sixty two, a group of time lost legionnaires briefly escaped from the time stream 
and acquired a flux capacitor from Rip Hunter's last known chronosphere <laughs> on display wow. in the Space Museum after recently being unearthed. While there, Lori Morning secretly stole Robbie Reed's H-dial from its display. Uh, oh, yes. Uh, see, I told you you'd know So that, that, that must have been, like, mid-reboot period. <laughs> yes. Mm. Well, Lori Morning, so yeah. Yeah. Well, in the H-dial, we're going to talk about that. See, that's, we- see that's, that's weird. That's the second weird time anomaly. The, the H-dial is from the 25th century. Um, um, the Shazam character, forget her name. I'll tell uh, you. Uh, thunder. thunder. She thunders from even further in the future. It's weird. Well, it doesn't mean it was. It was uh, what year? What century was she from? Like the thirty-fifth or something? Yeah, a ways off. And mm-hmm. so you know, who knows what happened to the H dials in the course of the next thousand years? I, I'm just Definitely. saying, like, yeah, they, but they all came to reside in the thirtieth century for a time. Yes. Yeah, it is odd. Very, All right. very odd. Uh, second, Stump the Subs question. Uh, there are actually two answers to this one, and either one is acceptable. Ooh. Uh, what Earth was the Kingdom Come Legion on? Ooh, Ooh. was that Earth-22? That is one of the answers. Okay. And for a bonus, do you, know, do you know what the, the original answer was? Um, Earth-1. Nope. Was the there original Earth Prime? Answer, not Earth Prime either. Hmm. No, there are no heroes on Earth Prime, remember? Wow. Well, Except Ultra. for, like... Five. So did, did a kingdom come get reassigned at some point? Yeah. Yes. Oh. So I bet 22 in the, the new Grant Morrison right. map. So the uh, it was given a number in the Crisis on Infinite Earths Absolute Edition that came out in 2005. All right. Uh, it, it retroactively listed all of the all of the Earths, and it gave Earth ninety six to okay. Kingdom Come. Sure. Hmm. Why not? Because that was the year the story came out. That makes yeah, sense. Oh, that, that does make sense. Yes, absolutely. Oh, that's neat. All right, and should have been Earth nineties. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Earth nineties. Earth extreme. All right, the last question, I admit, I had to look up because I had no clue what the answer was myself. Uh, what were the final fates of the four Kundish legionnaires? Oh. <laughs> wow, this is, these, these are good questions. That's a good yeah. question because I'm assuming two of them died at least. Uh, that is correct. Because Coons. Two of them know, died. One of them gets married to the, uh, the most... Uh, the, the strongest warrior nearby that that'd be Valemist. And I'm guessing uh Fleeterweb is the one who survives and he becomes like the Kund Emperor or something. <laughs> I've no uh, idea. Uh, not quite that, but you're on the right track. Oh, okay. Ooh, interesting. So, there you go. Uh anybody else want to guess? I I, I didn't. I didn't even know coons were legionnaires. Yeah, this is yep. the, again. This this is uh, a, a point in time that I haven't read in twenty five oh, okay. years because I'm I'm kind of cu- trying to keep it um, fresh for the. Uh, is this the reboot show. again? No, this yeah. is yeah. This is the five years later, towards the end of the run. Oh, so uh-huh. it's uh, it's going to take a while before we get there. Yeah. So is, is it okay to reveal spoilers? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Please do. Yeah. Okay. All right. So 
spoilers for a uh, 20-year-old comic. Uh, Blood Claw was killed by Magnetic Kid's undead body. Oh. Oh. Oh, right. Uh, Veil Mist, who was the woman, uh-huh. um, she was killed by Fire Fist. Oh. Claiming that she had betrayed him after his apparent and inadvertent death while attempting to kill Devlin Orion. Right. Yes. So he, he was thought to be dead after trying to kill Devlin Orion. Uh-huh. And she says, well, as long as he's dead, I'm going to go to somebody else. And then he got mad and killed her. And killed her for that. So, yeah. Right. Uh, Fire Fist himself left the Legion and rejoined the Kundish army. Uh-huh. And Flader Webb was revealed. He was the bat-looking guy. Yeah. He was revealed... He was revealed to not be a kund at all, but was actually a mind-controlled member of an unspecified alien race who then ended up joining the Heroes of Lalor. Ah, okay. Wow. So those would have been like, um, that would have been uh, imminent era? like. Yes. Wow. Just in time to get wiped out by zero hour. Right. Oh, yeah. So that's true. Yeah. That's why these were the final fates because we never saw them again afterwards. And I had little recollection of what happened to them. So I had to look it up because I yeah. just thought, I thought, you know, this would be a good stump to subs question. Oh, it's great. But I stumped, I stumped myself. Wow. <laughs> that's, uh, that's somewhat recursive. Somewhat. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I had completely forgotten about those guys because, again, haven't you know? I've I've reread the Giffen era of Five Year Later. I haven't reread much of what goes on beyond that, which will will change at some point. Hmm. Indeedy. All right, let's wrap up. Indeed. Yeah, we're at we're at two hours, so it is it is definitely time. Uh, comments as always, welcome Legion of Substitute Podcasters at gmail.com. You can join in the conversation on our Facebook page, Facebook.legionofsubstitutepodcasters.com. Uh, we are on the Twitter, we are LOSP Podcast, and in addition to all those things, you can head over to our website, Legion of where you can leave a comment on this and just about any episode. And with that, we make our way back into the time bubble, and we will see you all next week. Gotta love the crossovers! <laughs>